Hello and welcome to another edition of Chamber Amplified from the Finlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. Happy to have you along with us for another episode as we do a couple of things each and every week. One, take a look at a business issue, a way that can help you run your business, maybe find some efficiencies, maybe market better, maybe retain employees. That's what we're focused on this week is employee retention and another aspect of that. Also this week, we're meeting some of our longer tenured members. So this week, we'll be talking to Zach Thomas from the Adamus Board here in Hancock County about the SERP program. He'll tell us all about that. It's an HR thing, but it can really help you hang on to employees especially employees that you really like, but maybe they've run into a little bit of trouble in their lives. This is a way to help get them the help they need and hang on to a valued employee. We'll have the details on that. Also, Audra Vinci of Clearwater Systems will be joining us. Audra is a relatively new employee at Clearwater Systems, but Clearwater has been in Finley for about 37 years now. You may not recognize the name as being 37-year-old. They took over for Flag City Water Systems uh, just a couple of years ago, but took over their membership as well in the process. So we'll talk a little bit about what they do and their commitment to the community and everything going on there. So with that said, let's hop into today's episode. Let's start off with Zach Thomas from the Adamus Board. Joined by Zach Thomas of Hancock County Adamus on this edition of Chamber Amplified. One of the things we like to talk about here on the podcast, employee retention. Uh, This has uh, that with a twist as we talk about the SERP program. First, Zach, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks, Doug. Good to be here. So let's talk about the SERP program. And for those who aren't familiar with what it is and what it does, I think let's just jump off from there. What is the program? Yeah, so uh, earlier in the pandemic, the Bureau of Workers' Compensation uh, came out with a program. SERP stands for the Substance Use Recovery Program, and it was a way to provide dollars to local businesses to explore and investigate how well their drug-free workplace programs are, um, or if they don't have one, to be able to put one in place. One thing that we know about a drug-free workplace policies and programs is they can be cost prohibitive for businesses and particularly for smaller businesses. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes we will see uh, a business that wants to be able to do the right thing as far as provide support and training and education to their employees related to substance use challenges. However, because of the cost, sometimes they're just not able to do it. Um, and through the pandemic, we saw, you know, rising use of substances and challenges that people are experiencing because of job loss or because of increased stress, because of reduce a reduction in force um, from employee standpoint that the BWC came out with this program and said, we're going to offer some dollars to uh, local communities to be able to incentivize um, businesses to participate in this program, to beef up their workforce policy program. Um, and being reimbursed for those expenses. When we, when we talk about a drug-free workforce uh, policy, you touched on it a little bit, but for those who haven't maybe even examined what that is and, and what that can mean for them, is it, a, is it a, an HR component? What all is, is part of the policy? Yeah, so we get that question a lot. And, and there's really five major components of a solid, comprehensive workplace policy. So first of all, simply the first piece is having a written policy. Um, We may, as a business, say that we have a drug-free workforce or environment, Mm -hmm. but if we don't have it written down in policy, then it it really doesn't mean as much as if we just, unless we have it written down. So that's the first piece. The second piece is to be able to provide 
employee education. So that could be prevention information, that could be information about where the resources are in a community, um, making sure that our employers are educated about the policy, but also about what resources are available locally. The third piece is providing training. So if you have a, a, a larger um, employer base uh, or employee base, you provide training to supervisors to kind of know what are the signs and symptoms they should be looking out for uh, if an employee is having a challenge with substance use. Um, the fourth piece is having a comprehensive drug testing policy as part of that overall policy. Um, and along with that is, do you have a second chance policy? So we know that there are some businesses and some, some um, professions that simply can't tolerate um, a second chance. So someone right. tests positive for, for a substance uh, because of the, the dangerous nature of the job or the high risks involved. But there are many, many businesses that can have a second chance policy so that if you test positive and have a positive drug screen, you can have procedures in place to be able to get the support and treatment you need. And that speaks to the fifth component, which is the employee assistance. And so in a, in a comprehensive policy, not only do you say what we believe is having a drug-free workplace, here's are the trainings we're going to have, here's the testing policies we're going to do, but also if, the, if it happens that you do have a challenge, here's the assistance we can provide you to get you back on your feet to get back to work. That's an awful lot of information. It's an awful lot of detail and I can see why it would be cost prohibitive. So it's great that there's now money available from the state to, to help businesses launch this. But those last two points, I really feel like feed into this, the, the employee retention part of this, where one, you know, you're offering that support, but two, if you're able to provide that support, then maybe you can stabilize one of your employees' personal lives and they're not going to have those issues outside of work that might make it they might not be able to come into work if those issues continue the way they're going. If you can get ahead of that, there's a better chance of retaining that employee, getting the, I don't want to say the straight and narrow, but I'm going to say it anyway, getting them on the straight and narrow. And you know, there's, there's a much better chance of retention and putting them in a better place. Absolutely. Um, certainly to help them uh, get the support they need, but also from a business standpoint, if you're thinking about the expense and if you if if that employee is no longer employed by your organization, then the uptake of a new employee with training and if they have any specialized tasks that they have to take on, it may be more beneficial to you to work with that employer or employee to to get them the help and then keep their job so that they pick up where they left off when they get back to work. How hard is it to put together a program like this in our current environment where? the the rules on well, let's just go with marijuana use but those uh, from a nationwide standpoint and from a state to state standpoint uh are seemingly all over the map it's medicinally available in ohio but not recreationally available in ohio yeah I, it feels like it's a minefield of different hr things that you have to deal with when, when you look at putting together a program like this yeah, you know, Doug, the, the opinions about marijuana use are kind of all over the board, <laughs> particularly uh, when you look at a workforce shortage. Um, sometimes you hear employers that are saying, well, you know, it's, it's not as bad as this. Um, but the challenge with marijuana is that um, it stays in your system for a long time, uh, up to 30 days. And so the challenge is if there were to be an accident, let's say on a Tuesday, mm -hmm. and an employee was... Um, using marijuana on a Saturday, 
there's no way to guarantee that they're that they weren't in comp they weren't compromised because of that use. Alcohol, we know certainly policies you can't drink on the on the job, but with alcohol, you know, on a weekend because it's water soluble, we excrete it within 24 hours. So we're not intoxicated by the time we come back to work. It's not the same case for marijuana, which complicates this whole issue. Um, and with the consideration of becoming recreationally legal in the community mm -hmm. across the nation, um, that's a challenge that our employers are really having to study and try to understand how to navigate that. The, the easiest and the safest one is, is just say, look, just like alcohol, you can't do it on the job. But right. then we get in the issue of after hours. Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's, it's a whole different ball of wax in the, in the time that it stays in your body. What are the, what are the biggest questions and concerns you hear from businesses when you're out talking to them about the CERT program? Well, the first question is just, how do I get involved? Because mm -hmm. when they realize that there are these dollars on the table for them to take, um, you know, how do I, how do I get started? So the, the way you do that is, is visiting the BWC website. Um, and on their website, if you type in CERT program, there, there's a link you'll find to the substance use recovery program. And as long as you're a BWC member, you submit the application and then you're eligible for reimbursement. Um, once you do that, it's a reimbursement program, which is important for everyone to know is that whatever component of a drug-free workforce program that you want to work on, mm -hmm. you go ahead and, and, and expend that up front and then we will reimburse you with those dollars. So there's a, there's a formal process of submitting a reimbursement form, and we can walk through all of that with you over the phone or give us a call. We'd be happy to help you with that. Uh, but the first way is just to get registered to be in the program, and you do that through the BWC website. Uh, I, I really like what this offers, especially if, if I have an employee who we've all been through the ringer the last two mm. or three years at this point, it seems. Uh, and if I have an employee who I know does a great job, but like, you know, some elements of their life have become destabilized and this is how they're coping and I can help them one, get their life together. That's great. And then two, I'm keeping an employee who I really like and who does good work for me. That's uh, that's a huge incentive to be involved. I got to believe. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it, it shows that you value that person more than just what they're doing on the job, right? You value them as a human being, you, you respect them and you, you giving them honor and dignity. And that's, that's critical in this time that we're in right now. I know you probably can't use names or anything, but have you seen success stories through this program? It's, it's been out for a little while now. It has been. And, and that's one of the reasons why I'm glad we're doing this podcast, because I'm not <laughs> sure that as many businesses know about it or should be able to take advantage of it that could. Um, we, we have had one business that's been um, that has been utilizing some of the funds uh, to uh, uh, for, for testing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's been a positive experience for them because, you know, testing can be expensive. And so it's a way to reimburse them for that cost. Um, even for a business that doesn't have a policy and they want to get started, these dollars can 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 help with that process. Is it? And I guess if, if I'm an employee and I'm listening to this and I think, oh man, my this business might start testing. That that could be a problem. It's it's not meant to be punitive, though. Correct. Correct. It's not. It's it's it, it, when when you look at a comprehensive workplace policy, the idea is to keep your employees. The idea is to keep everyone safe provide good education and to have a mechanism in place so that if there is an issue, you're getting them back to full employment as soon as possible. Very good. So if people want to learn more, uh, you mentioned it before, but the best place to start. Best place to start is the BWC website. Uh, you can you can check on that. As long as you're a member of BWC, you have access to be 
eligible for this program or call our office 419-424-1985 and we'd be happy to uh, to help you get involved well zach we appreciate you doing this and, and talking to us more about it again all the information we can get out in front of the business community certainly something we want to do from the chamber of commerce standpoint and this is a great program i think it's going to help out a lot of area businesses or has the potential to do that so thanks for joining us today yeah thanks for the opportunity to share and then the next time zach joins us we're going to do hair care tips <laughs> Which, which that's right we, we have very we're, we're a little follically challenged but uh <laughs> that's next time big thanks to zach for joining us talking about the serp program again a great way for your organization or your business to hang on to employees and get a much needed hr policy in place the best part about it is there's money available to help you do that uh so again you'll be reimbursed for your expenses but it's a really really good way to take care of something that perhaps you've been meaning to do and that money is still available we encourage you to take advantage of it a couple of things coming up I want to make you aware of before we get into the second part of our podcast this podcast coming out on april 28th or dropping on the 28th that's what that's what you know if this were an album that's what we would say but it's coming out on the 28th. That means we're a week away from our next Women's Mentoring Connection. We'll be talking about uh, rural innovation and the role of women in rural innovation. I'm excited to hear what's said there. Certainly, we have a lot of rural partners here at the Finlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. A lot of them doing some really good work. And this is going to be another part of our Women's Leadership Series. This will be at Birchhaven Village uh, f- uh, next Friday morning. So make sure you sign up for that. I believe it's a free program. So you can sign up for that at FinlayHancockChamber.com right now. There are still spots available. Also, if you are a chamber member and you have your own podcast, we want to highlight it probably right here. Send us a minute-long clip of one of your highlights of one of your episodes, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out, tell people to subscribe to you right here on Chamber Amplified next time that we do it. I want to make sure that we're highlighting the work that our members are doing in all sorts of fields, including that of podcasting. So let's get into our member highlight portion of the podcast this week. Clearwater Systems, as we mentioned, formerly Flag City Water Systems. Audra Vinci is along with us to talk not only about that and the transition from Flag City to Clearwater, what Clearwater brings to the table, but she also talks a little bit about her career path and her journey. And you find out some things she may not have been in line with where she wanted to be from career goals and who she was as a person. She talks about how she took those steps to actually get those in line and how it's made her happier as a person. A lot to learn from this. Let's talk to Audra right now. Clearwater Systems might not realize that they've been a 37-year member of the Findlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. Now, if you're listening and thinking, how can that be? I just heard of them here in Findlay a couple of years ago. Well, there's a reason behind it. We'll get into it. First, Audra, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, Doug, so much for having me. It's an honor and just a pleasure to be able to connect with you today. I don't know about the honor part, but I appreciate it. <laughs> let's uh, let's get into that history because uh, Clearwater Systems, the name is new to Finlay. However, the facility that you work out of and the the tenure in Finlay has been here a long time. Uh, how did Clearwater come to be in Finlay? Sure. So Flag City Water is what uh, Clearwater Systems was prior to them taking over. And they were actually in the community since 1979. So uh, Flag City Water was also a dealer of Connecticut. Uh, Clearwater Systems is actually the very first 
dealer of Connecticut. Clearwater Systems is a family-owned business. Uh, they've been around for 75 years. They're not going anywhere. And, you know, when they took over the Flag City location, they kept all of the same staff. You could still see Beth and Ruth over there. Um, Clearwater Systems being a larger organization, mm -hmm. they just had better systems that they were able to deploy. So all of the friendly faces that you that uh, people have been familiar with for years. In fact, I know we did a ribbon cutting there a couple of years mm -hmm. ago. I think it was pre-pandemic or somewhere. I don't know. There's everything's starting to run together at this point, Audra. But yeah, most uh, definitely. <laughs> but certainly uh, a lot of uh, the of of local people working there. Uh, I think the owner came in from Colorado the day before or something. It was a good time and uh, great facilities out there. Audra, you kind of come into the uh, the business from uh, an interesting standpoint too, as you've just recently made a career change into this industry. I did. Yeah, I spent about 10 years working in medical sales and, you know, just recently found myself really unfulfilled, just really, you know, kind of more so uh, adding to the problem that I see happening in the world. And I wanted to do something that I could put more passion in. Um, so water being something that every single human on this planet uh, <laughs> deserves and, and, and requires to live a healthy life um, is something that I'm able to put a lot of passion behind. So it's been an interesting transition, but it feels very whole to be where I'm at. So I'm grateful to have found clear water. Let's jump into that a little bit. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording here. And, you know, in Finley, we're fortunate. We're, we're blessed to have pretty good water from our reservoirs here. Uh, it is hard water, and we can talk a little bit about that, too. But uh, not everybody is so fortunate. And, you know, thankfully, there are businesses like Clearwater Systems that are able to do these filtration techniques and everything to make sure that what you're putting in your body one of the most vital things that you put in your body is actually uh, going to be good for you when it gets there. Sure. So I kind of just want to touch on Connecticut for a, for a second. So Connecticut is who we are a dealer for. And Connecticut was found in 1970 by two engineers who pioneered and developed the non-electric, fully automated water system. Mm -hmm. So since then, Connecticut has grown into a global company that's been serving uh, that's serving now more than 100 companies. So they take a smarter approach to solving water problems more effectively, efficiently, and economically. Uh, Connecticut is also made in the USA, actually right here in Ohio. So just 90 minutes from our home office in Akron in Newberry, Ohio. Um, so I just wanted to touch on that for a yeah, second. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then to, to kind of touch on, you know, what's going on in other parts of the country and all over, really, because, you know, when we even look at something like uh, city water, you know, city mm -hmm. water it seems to be better than well water. But then what we're doing with city water is we're adding all of this chlorine into our water. And uh, chlorine is actually a carcinogen, um, which means it causes different cancers. And you know, it's found that women with breast cancer have more than 60% of THMS in their fat tissue. And um, THMS is what happens when we take organic matter, um, which is just dirt, and we mix it with chlorine, it turns into that THMS. So even from a city standpoint, you may be thinking, I'm drinking great water because I'm paying for my water. You know, I, I still always mm -hmm. recommend people to take the power back to them and just have your water tested, see what's going on with it. And, you know, take that control and that power back into yourself. 
Let's, let's talk a little bit about Connecticut and the products that uh, are available through that. Um, what are they adding? What are they taking out? How is it making it a healthier product? Sure. So Connecticut has um, a, a K5 drinking system, and it is the only reverse osmosis system that is certified to remove PFOS, which is uh, considered the forever chemicals. PFOS is now mm. considered to just be a part of our water table. It's what comes from the the chemical Teflon or, or the, excuse me, the product Teflon or Teflon pans, you know, because we've used them for so long and we're washing our dishes. It's just in our water. Um, in conjunction with that, uh, the K5 is certified by the WQA to remove more contaminants than any other product on the market. Um, our water treatment products, they really are the best on the market, you know, from a residential standpoint, that's our specialty um, with the non-electric twin counter tank. Uh, because of that system, you always have access to clean water. So one of your systems may be regenerating, but then the whole other tank has the ability to provide you with that clean water, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in comparison to, you know, the electric tank that has to regenerate at a certain period of time. What's the install process look like? And uh, if, if we were to contact you today, how long does, does it take to, to go through the process? Well, walk us through that a little bit. Sure. So the, the first step that we would take is having one of our water specialists come out and test your water, let you know everything that's going on with it. We'll do the test right there for you um, and then provide you with solutions on how you could fix your water. Um, Clearwater Systems would then, you know, schedule the appointment for our service team to come out and install. The install takes just about a couple hours, and usually that can happen within just a couple days. Very good. One of the things that we like to talk with with our guests on this is just overcoming challenges and things like that. You know, provide those stories to, to people who are listening who might be you know, going through the same thing. Sometimes it's a business challenge, but I... I I was just reading some things about burnout in the workplace and, and people changing careers and what you said kind of spoke to that a little bit earlier about how you came to be, you come, you came from a place you just didn't like what you were doing and you found something you could be passionate about. What was that process like for you? <laughs> well, it started <laughs> with... <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting that reaction. <laughs> Because, you know, it's never like an easy journey when you're out of alignment and, and the universe or God or this higher power is like it's time to snap back you snap you back into where you're supposed to be. It can sometimes be this like dark and gloomy experience. And um, it started with like, I just didn't want to leave my house. Like I was like, man, I don't want to go to these hospitals. I don't want to go into an OR anymore. It's such uh, a low energy environment. Everyone mm -hmm. is sad. And you know, what I'm doing uh, isn't necessarily best for the patient. And I take a, a holistic approach to my personal lifestyle. So when I realized that my career was completely off balance, um, <laughs> right. it was like, the, God was just like, nope, time's up. Like, uh, this isn't going to happen anymore. And, um, you know, I was in the OR with a surgeon that I wasn't really fond of. And I just was like, you know what, this is my last case. I'm just done. Um, and then I took a, a, some time off where I was just working for myself independently. And I was very synchronistically and divinely guided to Clearwater Systems. So it was a process. It took a lot of, uh, you know, trust in the process and the plan and 
just always remembering that there's always something greater <laughs> at at hand than is you know more uh, I guess palpable than I could ever imagine. <laughs> well, I mean, that's uh, the road is winding, and we, we we talk a lot about that with our Hancock Youth Leadership class that we have here at the chamber. You know, they're uh, some highly motivated kids, and I think sometimes they see everything as a I do this, then I do this, then I do this, and it's a linear path. And um, one of the things we like to drive home is there's going to come a point where you question what you're doing, and it sounds like you found something that that really aligns with who you are as a person, and as a result, then you got a better work-life balance, I have to imagine. Yes, most definitely. I feel uh, much more present in my daily reality. There you go. All right. So that's, you know, a little bit out there as far as talking about water systems and everything, but I think it's, I I, I just really like to get into uh, to how people got to where they are and how that kind of plays in the business. But I, that's, you know, if I, if I'm talking to someone about my water, I want to talk to someone who is passionate about it and everything and, and is wants to make sure that uh, we're getting great quality stuff. So Audra, yeah, thank you no for sharing doubt. that story with us. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you. Uh, so again, if people want to get a hold of Clearwater Systems in Findlay, maybe schedule an appointment or a little bit, learn a little bit more about the process. What's the best way to do that? 1-888-928-3710. Um, and then my email personally is a Vinci, V as in Victor, I, N as in Nancy, C as in Charlie, I at clearwatersystems.com. And Anyone could reach out to me. I'd be happy to, you know, answer any questions or point them into the direction of getting a demo scheduled. Last question. I already know the yeah. answer for it. Also, I think I already said last question, but I do this every week and <laughs> ask another question after my last question. Um, this is for both residential and commercial, correct? It is. Yes, we specialize with residential. Uh, that's that's our specialty. Um, but we are in several different businesses. We actually, um, we have a, a massive RO system down in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton and, and tons of other different uh, business locations. So it is something we do, but primarily we work residentially. Gotcha. Well, you have the home field advantage, so to speak, in Canton there with the Hall of Fame being with the, the companies uh, originally located from that area. So that's, uh, that's not, not a bad business to have. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty fortunate. <laughs> That's a fun business trip for you when you, uh, if you need to visit them and check and see how things are going. Yeah, I'll definitely raise my hand first for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Audra, thank you again for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Doug. It's been a pleasure. And that is our podcast for this week. Big thanks to Zach Thomas from the Hancock County Atomist Board, as well as Audra Vinci from Clearwater Systems, telling us their stories and about their programs. Uh, again, we really like hearing about our long tenure members. We like hearing about all of our members, to be quite honest. Uh, there are a lot of great stories about how businesses in the community came to be, how they evolved, how the people who work at them have changed over the years, but how the service has stayed the same. And of course, in the case with Zach Tollings about the SERP program, we're going to be focusing on employee retention a lot on this podcast. It's one of the top issues that our, our members have identified and one that we want to continue to tackle throughout the coming weeks and months to try and give people just all sorts of different avenues into better employee retention. Once you do that, then your recruitment cycles, you're not running those all the time and you're a little bit more stable. So there are a hundred different ways to look at the issue of employee retention. We're going to try and look at each and every one of them. So having a good HR policy to help give people a second chance, well, that's just another way you can hang on to a good employee who maybe hit a rough patch. So Again, contact Zach. He'll get you the information on that. 
Thanks to Audra for taking part today as well. And thanks to you for listening. Thanks to you for subscribing. Again, you can always listen at FinlayHancockChamber.com. We have a podcast page there. It's embedded in there. It's real easy to do. But if you want to be up and around moving, you want to take it in on your own time while you're doing some chores, while you're walking the dog, something like that, download, subscribe on your favorite podcast player. So if it's Apple Podcast, if it's Spotify, we're on weird players I've never even heard of started showing up uh, on the on the stats here recently doesn't matter we're listed everywhere it's chamber amplified be sure to share it with your friends as well if they're interested in learning more about the finlay and hancock county business community thanks again for listening that'll do it for the show this week have a great week and we'll see you next time from the finlay hancock county chamber of commerce